Welcome to the Love Positivism podcast. I'm Shireen Oberg and I'm a yoga teacher and author devoted to the path of healing and heart-based living. And I want to help you to step into what you truly are and to your highest potential. On this podcast, I share with you tools and insights to help you move ever forward on your spiritual and healing path. With guests from all over the world, from different wisdom traditions, I wish to create a web of loving energy that permeates the whole world to create more love and peace. You can connect with me on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube for more guidance and love. Hi, Kate. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so happy that you're here and that you want to share your story and your journey and everything that you do with us. And I would love to start by asking you if you have any practices that are important for you that you do on a regular basis that helps you in any way. And I would love to hear what that is. I have so many practices. Um, I find I'm quite seasonal as well with my practices, but one I'm really loving at the moment is yin yoga. So just to unwind at the end of the day, I find um, I'm quite busy in life. I've got a lot of yang energy throughout my days, a lot of to-do lists. I'm a list person. And I find at the end of the day, it's just that time for me to unwind so I've been practicing that to slow down, not just my um, body, but also my mind. Mm. That so that's is... one of my favorite practices at the moment with a little meditation. Mm. I love yin yoga. And it's like this beautiful uh, union of yoga and Chinese medicine, which both have such ancient roots and have been practiced for so long. So there must be like something to it and I just love healing on so many different levels and working with the mind the body and also your energetic body and starting to feel like where your energy flows and I think that yin yoga allows us to do that because when we're in stillness we become more aware and we release the need to constantly like be doing and and feeling like the almost the efficiency of not doing anything and just being in one position in a long time so I love that a still body and a still mind it's like perfect so thank you for sharing that and I'm really excited to talk to you again I've been on your podcast before and I really enjoyed talking with you and want to know actually more about how you got into everything that you're doing and maybe you also want to share with people uh, what you are um, sharing and creating right now and and how you got to this place where you are today yeah of course so with my journey I think it really started like this path really started when I started doing extra like extracurricular activities or learnings and education with work so I work for the health department in New South Wales in Australia and they offered lots of leadership opportunities so it was lots around emotional intelligence around mindfulness 
we did a little bit of work with innovation and forward thinking and you know being open-minded rather than fixed and from there I could see the difference in the women and men that were in those courses and wanting to learn more compared to the rest of the organization and where I'm from in Australia it's a small remote town and there weren't many opportunities like this for men or women and the first thing that I did on my journey was create a set of workshops that were around empowering women. When I did this, I was also doing my yoga teacher training. So it kind of, um, the empowerment workshops were a blend of intuition and yoga practices and empowerment activities. And from there, I opened my own studio and ran self-care retreats for women's all of my um, offerings were for women specifically so um, whether they be mums or um, business women or anyone any walk of life they could come and spend a couple of days just really nourishing their soul and from there it's kind of it's kind of developed into wanting women to have all of the tools and all of the resources available to them to pursue anything it is that they want to pursue. So I've kind of gravitated towards coaching women in business and not just life coaching and teaching them, you know, how to be successful, how to brand themselves, how to, um, you know, express themselves in the most authentic way that feels good for them. And then that way they can sell their products and services and nearly every single woman I work with, it's all about helping, healing or supporting other women, their services. So it's really beautiful that I can help them extend their reach and get the community kind of together and knowing about what everyone's doing. So it's kind of this, this big blend of empowerment and I suppose knowledge. Mm. That is beautiful. And a question that comes up for me when I'm hearing this is also what, what is empowerment to you? What does it mean? Because it can be so many different things. And, and how, what, yeah, what is it when you're thinking about the word and the energy? Behind I love it? that question. Um, I, I do believe it's like a feeling from your inner being, from your core. And I think it's that belief, like there's no that there's no limitations, that anything that you want, anything that you desire, you believe and you feel strong and capable and brave enough to step forward as that person and walk that path that you really desire. Yeah, I really feel that too. When I'm thinking about uh, empowerment, I'm thinking also about I don't know why that popped up like um, uh, just astrologically. I'm thinking about this inner power that Pluto gives us. It's it's not about like an outer thing that, that someone else gives us permission to be or to, because you can empower yourself in so many different ways, like in the way you think, in the way you live your life, in the way you make your choices. Um, and I'm thinking about Pluto as this inner power that we sometimes don't know that we have, but that we have to reclaim that might have also been given away. 
And then the image that also comes up for me is like in the tarot, the strength card when you when uh, the woman is opening like or taming or opening the lion's mouth, like that whole imagery of like it being in ease and at the same time be, being so powerful, that inner like strength that comes up. Because also I think that there has like historically been a systematic disempowerment happening for half the population, which are women, uh, with individuals in women's bodies. <laughs> it can be it can be so many different things, uh, but um, and that starts almost not only on a physical level. It starts in the mind and in programming and in the norms that we have and it's like a like a systematic thing that has happened and just most recently and in connection to international women's day like the the differences are visible like in numbers how um, girls and boys perceive themselves and their abilities and how uh, we're learning because of society and how we're programmed and how we um, are spoken to or how how we are treated in general so this empowerment uh, feeling like a disempowerment everyone can feel that uh, but then you've dedicated yourself to working with women and I think all of us can can relate in one or a different way that we need to like there's a reclaiming going on, right? And reclaiming is on so many different levels. It's not only to have like equal leadership and equal pay and all of that. It's like also like for me, the ultimate reclaiming is the divine feminine and, and to, to accept and to remember that, that all of creation is a balance between two. And I think that's really something that's, has grown so much the past years and probably comes from like decades of work of women that have lifted this and now our consciousness is moving into something new and uh, so how do you bring in like the spiritual aspects in your work as well it's so funny that you say that so something that comes to mind just before i answer that question is um there's a few clients i work with that are a little bit older who came up in a time where equality for women like in pay and work was really strong it was really pushed but in doing that these women stepped into their masculine to meet the men at the same level but it wasn't the divine feminine they were getting equal pay equal rights but they still had let go of this feminine energy and this um you know female embodiment and they stepped really into that yang side to to match so it's kind of interesting in in trying to get equality they stepped more into the masculine rather than embracing the feminine the the work i do in terms of spirituality and intuition and business and things like that i really believe that if you allow enough stillness in your life the answers that you need in the direction that you're going will come when you are constantly busy 
and you overflow your days with to-do lists and things that have to get done, you don't create this space where you can actually um, search for the signs or seek the direction that you need to go. And so I do believe that less is more when you're first starting out in business. So there's like a a bare minimum that you kind of need to get done in terms of like processes and things like that. But then in terms of the direction that you want to go and your passion for what you do, I believe that you need this space to be able to let it grow and evolve and really birth the idea. So what I do with my coaching and how I've incorporated that in is that um, I try to create more space. So with yin yoga, that's why I think I'm so attached to that practice because every time I take the space, if I've got a block, I find the ideas just flow. So there'll be something that's, you know, not coming to me. I know it's there, but I just don't know what it is. And I'll sit down and practice for an hour and I'll meditate. And next minute I've got, you know, my next six months worth of business planned out by creating that one hour space. And it doesn't always flow like that. Sometimes it's just nice to quiet the mind because it just gets so over overflowed with um, information and things that you have to do. But um, that's what I promote with my clients. So creating themselves that space to really sit, think, feel, let their gut come into play with what feels good, what doesn't feel good. Because ultimately, I believe that's what should direct you in business and in life. If it doesn't feel good, you shouldn't be doing it. If it does feel good, you should follow it. Mm. Thank you for that reminder. <laughs> exactly what I needed uh, to hear. Um, and because I really love this, um, what you spoke about and you like this thing that you have an intuition that you can choose to listen to and to follow and the more you do that the more it it kind of guides you and and it becomes stronger right and maybe people don't know like what does that mean because i'm thinking now in in our careers and in the maybe the businesses that we're creating or any any type of thing where we dedicate our time um how do you really know when you're working from your intuition and not only your mind? That's so interesting. Hey, for me, I think it's different for everyone, but for me, it's it's a real gut thing, and it's um it's almost it's almost like a vibration as well. I feel sometimes um, when I have an idea that comes to me, I'll feel like a higher vibration or a higher frequency coming through the body, like it's. It's like, yes, this feels good. This is electric. This is where I need to be going. And then at times where I'm not quite so sure I need to sit on it for a little while, it's it's much duller. And then sometimes I have the complete opposite. So my body is just like, no, this doesn't feel good. We're not going to be doing this. But for me, it's definitely a feeling. And so I, it comes from the gut or from, I think, solar plexus. Um, with just above the belly button it's almost like a yeah a gut feeling that this is it this is where it needs to be going and it's very much different from the head so um i'm trained as a medical scientist so i'm very much into facts figures um in the head but i as i stepped away from that i found life just flowed a lot better 
So sometimes my head was like, no, this is what you need to do because this is financially better or this is um, setting you up for your future or this is the career path that you need to take because society said you need to have a career where someone pays you to do something. And it's it's like all these things are good in my head, but then I go to do them and they don't feel good in my gut. And it's like um, some people explain it as like feeling nauseous at the thought of having to go to work or they feel sick to their stomachs in having to go and do something. And I believe when you choose your path that is aligned with you, with your direction, with where you're going, everything kind of feels good. You come up to a different vibration and it just flows. I agree. It's it's about becoming more sensitive to feeling that vibration and to really like you said becoming more still to yeah really feel and sense because when you're just going along it's it's hard to like stop and reflect so you don't feel anything when you're so busy like no. you are numb to the feelings mm. and that's where also the balance has to come like between like yin and yang like the this activity and then rest activity and rest to find that balance because otherwise we are imbalanced and then that like if if we're using our energy in that way then it starts affecting our physical body and health and everything so and I think that's really something that we can see in society hopefully people are now we came into a time where we needed to like slow down a little bit more and to really reflect and see what what is important also because another thing is that sometimes you're doing things that that might you've you've created an image or again a norm or something that this is a good thing to do and then you're not really uh, really feeling if that aligns with your purpose because also it's like we have these structures that say what is good and bad and what you should do and shouldn't do but look at how we've built society and what what the values are uh, that created this society in the way we live and work and it does come from a patriarchal system so we're in that system and then we're trying to fit in and um, I'm really curious also how because I feel like when I speak with a lot of people, it feels a little bit like they feel stuck and that there's no other options or there's, it's hard to like move away. And then you're like in this constant routine and, and uh, pattern that you can't change. Like how, how would you suggest that people work with that? Uh, I go back to my lists. <laughs> so I think it's, um, Sometimes when we are stuck in our heads, uh, it's really hard to see where we can make change. So I always start with writing down. If you can't, like if your day is unpredictable, just start by writing down all your activities that you do in a day. So where your time is spent from what time you wake up to like all the little activities throughout the day, when you eat, when you um sleep, go to the toilet, all these different things. And then when you reflect on it at the end of the day, you kind of see what had to be done. 
and what you thought had to be done. So um, the questions that I ask, firstly, if my plate is too full, um, does it have to be done at all? Does it have to be done today? Does it have to be done by me? And so when I can look at my day and I can ask those questions, if there's, um, I think asking for help is completely underrated. I think that is something that people need to do more of. So if there's stuff that's on your plate and someone else enjoys doing something like that, I do believe that you should pass it to them to do. Create space in your life for the things that you love and that light you up. But I think when you can see it there, you can also make comments or phrases that can shift your mindset. Like, um, say for example, you finished work at five o'clock, but you decided to stay until six because you felt like you needed to get more done. And in doing that, you didn't go to the gym or you didn't go for a walk after work. So the phrase that I would use with my clients is, I prioritized doing more work over going to the gym or over going for a walk and taking that time for me. And it's the same with, um, I use this a lot with my mums. So I prioritise taking care of the kids rather than working on my small business. And there's like, there's nothing wrong with whatever you choose to prioritise, but always remembering that it's a choice. And so at different stages in your life, you'll make choices based off where you're at and what you want to experience. So most women do step back a little bit after having children to spend time with them because that is their priority and that is more than okay. But it does mean that it will lack in a different area of their life. Same with if you prioritize spending more time at work and not going to the gym, you might experience um, you know, issues with your mindset, mental health, physical health, if you don't take on that movement. I, so that's where I would start. I would start with writing a few lists because um, once you can see it on paper and you can change your language and the way that you're looking at it, I think it helps. Sometimes it's a rude shock. Sometimes it's very abrupt. But um, I believe that if you want to live the life you want and that you desire, you need to be unapologetic in the choices that you make and they need to be for you. Mm, yeah, that is so true and it comes down to a practice of self-love and to self-compassion and self-unconditional acceptance because then when you peel off all of these things uh, you come into your root and you're no longer just like a role or a label in society you're like you connect with the, the soul aspect of yourself and that you I think it's good to like start questioning things. It, it starts with questioning. And then with the, the practice of like writing, you become, because writing and words and the energy you put into it, it's magic. It's you're, you're al alternating your, your awareness, consciousness and your reality. And when you start doing that, you deliberately start to focus on something you dedicate yourself to focusing on that and I think that one one important thing for me has been also to trust the path that that I'm walking and for me having a personal like spiritual relationship and being in communion with everything it helps because sometimes we feel like so alone and left out and like 
like we're just doing this and we're not part of something bigger and that's also like this constant um the soul constantly like moving back from being like in in a state of oneness to being in a state of free, forgetting that we're part of like one source and i think I, i'm not maybe not everyone has that point of view or like that insight or that uh, perspective of life but i think that it helps because when we start seeing that everything that we are doing is a form of energy and everything that we're feeling is also energy and that we a little bit transcend like we disattach and then coming back to like the more practical things that we do like writing these lists and being very intentional and and trusting the path it's very important and i i've seen that when we do start questioning and start taking these steps it also happens in cycles it's been like that for me like okay now i'm figuring it out and then okay no that wasn't <laughs> then you're like going these iterations and these like waves and what you like it's it's like you're coming closer and closer but it, you, it's not a path that is linear like you're what you're supposed to do it's get it's always going to be in cycles so also one thing maybe we should talk about actually is something i don't know if you've worked with this but that i really find so beautiful is to work with our cycles and if we we're not cycling anymore like in our physical body working with other types of cycles like the seasons the moon the um the sun like all of these cycles have you worked with that in your own life to work with your inner seasons definitely definitely have and i've got a lot of people um that also follow cycles so um i said before i believe i'm seasonal so the and the seasonal like it doesn't have to run with the actual seasons like the physical seasons at the moment i feel like i'm in spring because i'm birthing all of these new ideas but um after spring there'll be summer they'll all come to fruition and then they're going to kind of die off and we're going to have time for reflection in autumn and then we're going to go into this really solitude and um you know deep sense of you know, reflection and stillness in winter before we come back again into this birthing of new ideas in spring so i find that my creativity is very much in that but i've also worked with like the infradian rhythm for women so the 28 day cycle or very much like the moon phases and things like that and then i've also worked with um the circadian rhythm so the men are working on that 24 hour clock as well yeah yeah and and just it's beautiful and i think that also if you do start working with uh like the aspects something that i love with chinese traditional chinese medicine is this cyclical understanding of the body like it's hour by hour it's like day by day and it you it's connected to different um meridians and organs even that when you start like seeing that you can or if you start understanding what the physical body is doing throughout the 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 day and you start like tracking okay this aspect is not aligning with how it 
how it's stated in in these scriptures like what what am i let's say midday you have like the young energy and you're doing like this you're getting this fire and the sun just as nature is and then how you like it's important to also have the yin energy to let that come in something that i see is people doing a lot of young stuff in the evening and i know that there's like you know there's like morning people like us i think and then there's evening and night people but it's also like how do we align with what is nature telling us what if we didn't have all of these lights and electricity like what would happen then and and would we still be doing like stuff then or are we would we like look into what nature is starting to do and the animals like slowing down i think that's really um a key because then we enter into sleep which is like it's not just the rest for the body and the mind and everything. That's when we really release the attachment from our body. And we do get into a state, which is like connecting with other layers of our being and, and to also travel in the nights and also to really release completely and become one. And I think that in society, sleep is not, um, valued because then again you're not doing anything and you're not being productive but the rest and sleep is a productive thing to do because the body is doing uh it's like uh integrating everything and then yeah everything else is is uh just recharging it's part of that stillness so it's like when you when your activities throughout the day like when they're so yang heavy you need that space to be able to switch off otherwise you don't find balance and I think that's where a lot of people feel disconnected too Mm. because they're not having good night's sleep Mm. they're not resting they're not fully recharging they're Mm. just getting through to wake up and feel that yang energy and that productivity again the following day Mm. yeah so true well it's it's such a beautiful topic. Do you have any tips and tools that you feel like for you has been important to get to where you are today uh, that, that is like tangible and you can start with um, right now to start aligning more? Yeah, for sure. So um, after you do your list of things throughout the day and um kind of becoming aware of where your time and energy is spent also noting like um, how much energy and how much time is spent with other people and alone I always love to do um, another two lists which are what feels good and what doesn't so a lot of my clients I would ask them what do you like to do what do you enjoy and they couldn't answer that question they were just completely stumped. They're like, well, I like it when my kids are happy. And I was like, no, but what do you like? What lights your soul? And they just couldn't answer the question. So making lists of what you enjoy and what you don't. And I think filling your days with more things that you love. Mm -hmm. So those things that you do enjoy, there should be more of those on your list than there are of the things you don't enjoy. 
I think that is what has led me to here. And in in the space of time where I've dropped out of my head and into my body and listened to my intuition, which is a lot about following what feels good, um, I found my growth like mentally and spiritually has just been exponential. Like it has just been so profound and so empowering to be able to follow a path that lights me up and that leads me ultimately to help other women do the same thing. It's just absolute magic. Like the vibration is different. Mm -hmm. And when you can surround yourself with women or with people that are also on that path, when you're in a room with everyone at that vibration it's just it's something else Mm, I totally agree I'm so happy that we connected and that you shared all of this it's so important and I hope that people who are listening are inspired by this and I'm wondering also how can people connect with you and maybe work with you since you do coaching and you teach classes so please share that as well Yes, so I'm predominantly on my Instagram, which is at kateastle underscore, but I also have my website, which is kateastle.com, so K-A-T-E-A-S-T-I-L-L.com, and I've got all of my programs and courses and offerings on there as well. Mm, Great, and the links will be in the show notes here. If anyone wants to uh, connect, I can highly recommend that, and also... You have your podcast, which I've also been on this trip, right? Yes. Yes, yes it's, that's also on my website. Exactly. So have a listen to that. And thank you so much, Kate. I really appreciate you. And yeah, I hope to connect with you soon again. I really appreciate you. Thank you for having me. Thank you. Oh.